0: Oh, good. Yeah. So a mate said to me, um, Sean, you know what you should do with the podcast? Why don't you put it on YouTube? And I went, What, you mean, what do you, I don't, I don't remember what I said. I was confused anyway. And I expressed some of my con- confusion. And he said, Well, you know, like you could do a podcast, but people could look at, look at you. And I thought, That's a video. Um, but, okay, I get it. I get it. I get it. I, um, I'm i not going to look at the camera, okay? I don't feel like it. Do I want to look at the camera? If I wanted to look at the camera, I'd make a video. But I'm not making a video. I'm making a podcast. So get over it. Look, that's an elephant. It's, you, but you can't see it because this isn't a video. It's a podcast. So, um, okay, it's probably not any more work for me, um, having a a webcam pointed at me while I, uh, oh, hang on, there's a fight outside. Oh, it's embarrassing. I was, uh, I didn't go, and I didn't go outside to look, to see what the... the drama was I, I closed the door instead, the door that leads onto the terrace. Um, I can't close the window, though, because the window doesn't close because it's a rental property and there has to be something wrong that you can't fix yourself because that's what the rent is for. The rent is to cover things like if something goes wrong, it needs to be fixed, is broken, then we talk to the real estate agent, they talk to the landlord who fucking prays, uh, meditates on a mountain for a while, I don't know what the fuck happens, and then they eventually, after an extensive period of time, fix the thing that I could have fixed in an afternoon with a trip to the hardware store and a little bit of um, thinking and elbow grease. What happened to thinking and elbow grease? What happened? Well, anyway. So the window doesn't close. Uh, I closed the door because we're on a a street, a busy street, and that's fantastic. So how do I feel so far about this video component to the fucking podcast I'm going to look at the footage to see what I feel before I continue in case the sound isn't recording or something else is going wrong because all sorts of things can go wrong and apparently it's my job to do all the quality control around here I've got to be my own producer I've got actually that's, that's not true I actually do have a producer what am I saying I'm going to have a look at the footage. I looked at the footage and the footage looked fine. You know, as usual, I look at my own appearance and I think, uh, Sean, what you need to do is work out six hours a day to change your appearance into that of a soldier, monk, warrior, poet guy Uh, Just a lean, a a guy who looks like he was glued together from pieces of beef jerky. That's the look you want. Uh, It's actually not the the look I want at all, is it? So why do I care? Why do I care that I've got a fat face? I've got a fat round face and a big head. Why do I care? Leonardo DiCaprio has got a moon face, and and I don't know what I'm talking about. What am I worried about? The, the The video looks fine, and I'm wearing the shirt that I spent I don't know I spent actual money on it anyway, um, because I wanted I wanted to put out into the world uh, a vibe of just just color. You know, people look at the shirt and they go, "There's a guy who's wearing a loud shirt. I bet he is a lot of fun, and he's got a great attitude." Because I, I just I thought, you know, if you did, if you wear the clothes, it'll happen. And what happened was that the shirt is made of this pretty shit house fabric, and it tore under the armpit, and there's almost no point sewing that shit up. Because it'll just, you know, it's fucked, right? But I can wear it. I can wear it for the podcast that isn't a video, right? And that can be the look. I can keep it in a little, in a, a kangaroo scrotum pouch. My special podcast shirt, and it'll it'll give me luck, or at very least, it'll make me focus. So I'm not just going on fucking. Autopilot, you know, as you do, as so often happens when you're so burdened with talent, it's almost crushing. You can't carry the weight of sheer epic ability to just talk absolute nonsense. You know, one of the reasons I um, found it more and then more and then even more difficult to continue with the video stuff was that, um, well, I, uh, I would get feedback from people and it wasn't fun at all. Uh, like, I had a mate, who, uh good friend, he said, you know, sometimes you just talk shit, don't you? <laughs> and I thought, yeah, that's that's the joke. That's the, uh, okay. Okay. And I'm not saying that like he, he yeah isn't getting just the sheer fucking brilliance of what what I'm doing here. I'm just saying that it hurt a lot. And another friend said, uh, "I'm looking at your video and I'm just wondering like who are you talking to? Who's the audience?" And I thought, "Hey, hey." That's not helpful because I don't think about that shit. The idea is to... But no, now I'm thinking about it. Now you fucked me in my mind hole. Now I don't know who I'm talking to or what I'm doing. I didn't know before, but now I'm thinking about it. Jesus Christ. Can a man breathe? Anyway. um, So this is the... What is it? The second episode of... Raw Wellness, uh, a podcast dedicated to the pursuit of me talking shit uh, for as long as humanly possible and really enjoying it. Just getting right into the sound of my own voice, and uh, because I can't can't afford therapy, um, maybe you know, if this podcast ever becomes popular, I'll start a, uh, some sort of funding dealio, and we can pay for Shawnee to get therapy um, a couple of times a week, say so maybe, I don't know, four or five, six or seven times a week would probably be helpful. You might say, sure, no, don't get therapy, you'll lose your creative edge. Oh. Uh, yeah. Okay. Thanks for the thanks for the support. That's great. That's good. That's uh, it's, it's good to know that um, my services that no one pays for uh, are so um. Or, you know, much loved, much the much loved, Sean Bedlam. <laughs> the beloved. Sean, beloved bedlam, uh, gifted, uh, kind-hearted, generous with his advice to dumb cunts. You know, if you're struggling in any way, I'm happy to step in and go, you're a failure and this is why and I'm not going to help you. Because I can't even afford therapy. But what I can afford is shooting my mouth off at people to make me feel better. I can afford that. We can all afford that. And I think if you're using social media and you're doing that shit of trying to spread positivity or some fucking garbage, fuck you. What you should be doing is getting on social media and finding people, uh, targeting them belittling them, uh, and doing it in such a specific way that serves agendas, purposes uh, that you have, that helps you fulfill a need, even if it's just an immediate hunger for um, the torture of another human being. Get online, hurt some people, uh, rip into their feelings, and the more feelings they've got, obviously, the better it is for you. Get in there and experience uh, the rush. Now, look, I'll be honest. I'm only spouting this kind of negativity that I don't actually believe because I saw the trailer accidentally for Ready Player One, uh, a movie based on one of the worst books ever written. And I'm presented with a problem now, and that is that um, I've got to... uh, Stop what I'm doing. Yeah, I'm pretty busy. I've got a lot on my plate. I've got a lot on. It's not like uh, I've got heaps of spare time. But I've got to get out there, having accidentally seen the trailer for Ready Player One, and I've got to commence slaughtering uh, all nerds, uh, anyone who is into pop culture references, uh, any comedians who uh, do references in their comedy. Um, the people behind all those kids' movies, those Pixar movies that are full of references. Uh, references have to die, uh, as do uh, both the, the, the creators, who put references out there as part of their work, uh, and the audience who enjoy them. That's going to be the hard part because that's millions of people and it's going to look like genocide. It'll be, trigger warning, it'll be offensive. To get rid of uh, reference culture in pop culture. Now, look, here's the thing. Pop culture is already complete shit. Most of it is imperialist propaganda. It's U.S. propaganda. Steven Spielberg, the director of, is he the director? I think he's the director of Ready Player One, is a U.S. propagandist. All of his movies are U.S. propaganda. Are they, Sean? Are you sure? Jesus Christ, please don't. Look, here's the thing. When I, when I saw Saving Private Ryan when it first came out, it was awesome because in that opening 20 minutes of sheer carnage, and no, 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 I'm not talking about the bit that everyone forgets, which is the bit right at the start where I think it's Tom Hanks playing his, the guy he always plays, which is the, um, the father American. The American who is just decent. Gee, he is decency. Fucking what a cunt, I hate him. Um, I'm not talking about that bit uh, at the cemetery where Tom Hanks fucking wanks off over a, a grave. Um, no. Um, hang on, no, is it him? Is that him or is it Matt Damon wearing old man makeup? Who fucking cares? They're the same guy. Every Steven Spielberg movie is the same movie. The movie is America is fucking the best. Oh we did it, guys! We did it! We made it! We made it to America! We we built we built this great nation! We did it! Yay! Hooray for Yay! Yay for hooray! okay, now everyone gets a chance to sing the National Anthem at sports events, sounding like they're being fingered in the butthole. So what happened was I went along to see Saving Private Ryan and the cinema was jam-packed. And during the the famous 20-minute carnage scene... Uh, soldiers make their way onto the beach and are torn apart by gunfire, um, the audience was deathly quiet. The quietest I've ever encountered any group of Australians. Um, and I guess that's because, you know, Australians are incredibly respectful of historical events that didn't happen the way Americans are presenting them to us in their propaganda movies. Uh, Anyway, Uh, but there was a woman in the back row, back left corner of the cinema with her partner, and she giggled uncontrollably all the way through the 20 minutes, and it was Fan fucking Tastic. Jesus was good. Oh, God bless that woman. And no one turned around and said, Hey, don't stop giggling. This is serious. Oh my God, there's a war on. Stop giggling. Don't. Don't do it. It's disrespectful. <laughs> Did Did Saving Private Ryan come out before 9-11, which was, fuck, such a good movie. Great footage. Did did it? I think, I think saving, did Saving Private Ryan come out before 9-11? Well, I'm not going to look it up now. Uh, my... Well, The Discipline. You know what? What you, the audience, are not paying for. Uh, the discipline is I don't look things up. I, I I look them up in my own head, and if I come up empty, too fucking bad. Because um, it's just way more interesting that way to me. Well, well I look. I would mean I would have to pause the recording and get back to you and do one of those nerd fucking history podcasts where, uh, uh, you know, a guy is talking about historical events and he's going to look it up and he's going to look it up and what he's going to find are probably facts and figures that have been planted on the interwebs by US agents of propaganda. It's all lies. I mean, it's not all fucking lies, but, you know, how do you trust history at all when you know you've been lied to? Uh, hey, now, you better listen to me, every one of you. We've got a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of work to do unearthing actual fucking history. Like, for instance, here in Australia, genocide uh, has been covered up and it continues to be covered up. Now, you might say, no, no, I've heard of it. John, it's not being covered up. No, it is being covered up because people in power uh, downplay it every single day. They try to tell you, no, come on. Hey, let it go. Let it go. We're the good guys. Let it go. Don't dying Stop picking on Australia! Oh my God! Don't you love Australia? No, I don't actually. I don't. I don't love Australia. It's built on racism. It's built on genocide. Uh, why would you build a nation on racism when you could build it out of uh, hard, good, honest work? <laughs> well, uh, here's how it works. Um, Australia was occupied, and there was a problem, and it was that uh, settlers... God, it's interesting they're called settlers. Oh, we'll just settle here, shall we? We're set- uh wh- What are you doing? Oh, just settling in. Oh, you're not murdering those people who already live there, are you? No! We're not marching them off a cliff to their... Cause it looks like you are. Oh my God! Do you want to be here or not? Love it or leave it. Racism is important because when you're invading a country that's already occupied, you need to find a way to represent the people who already lived there as the kind of people who just don't—they don't measure up. They're not up to scratch. They're not very good. They're shit cunts. You know what I mean? It's ordinary fucking. Yeah, you're they're a bit ordinary. Too ordinary. Um, here, the, my greatest problem is I've actually used the word ordinary in a way that probably only Australians do, and so it doesn't make any sense uh, to the hordes of overseas listeners slash viewers of this podcast slash video slash podcast. Australia was uh, invaded. Now, you might say, well, no, I mean, it wasn't invaded like in Saving Private Ryan, though, was it? No, no, it wasn't invaded like that. Um, uh, it was much, much worse. What? What are you saying, Sean? Those boys fighting for freedom. Well, you see, um. Like, you know, obviously World War II was horrific. Uh, it was a world war, so a lot happened. Um, but uh, what happened here in Australia was uh, that a country was stolen from peoples. And you know, you've got to remember that uh, the people who lived there weren't one nation. There were hundreds of nations. Land stolen from them uh, and all of this done using propaganda, the kind of propaganda that says America is fucking great. Or before that, the British Empire is spreading good manners everywhere, all across the world. There are people in need of good manners. We at the British Empire would like to share those good manners Out of the goodness of our own hearts, we're sharing good manners. Now, I'm sure that there were lots of people in the time of British Empire who thought, we're not doing anything other than raping and pillaging. We know what we're fucking doing. But the problem is you can't get everyone on board with just a realistic approach to fucking murdering loads of people because lots of people, lots of people aren't... Murdering rapists at heart. Uh, you've got to get them stirred up or they won't do it. They fucking. They pull up too early. You know, they won't have a go. They're lazy. You know, they'll lie in bed going, oh, I don't. Oh, I think I've got a cold. Instead of getting out there and doing the British Empire work of fucking murdering people so that. Other people can um, just settle into a relaxed, comfortable lifestyle. Um, today, here in Australia, on Sunrise, which is one of those fuckwitted morning television shows that I haven't looked at for since the whew, Jesus early nineties. The last name I remember from one of these shows is. Brian to Gumble. That's how long ago. Since I decided, nah, I can't look at this. I can't sta- start the I can't start the day like this. I mean it's hard enough to start the day fucking anyway. In fact, I've never worked out how to start the day. What happens is the day just fucking starts, and I'm just warding off blows. With everything I've got, I'm fucking throwing chairs and tables, anything, anything I can I can get my hands on to deal with the day whose attacks are relentless. Uh, today on sunrise, uh, some cunt of a politician jumped on there and went, "Hey, I know. Why don't we just a little thought? Um, take children." Aboriginal children, First Nations children, Indigenous children, children whose ancestors have lived here since before uh, white people even existed. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, um, why don't we take those Aboriginal kids off the hands of their parents and give them to white parents? They can adopt them and, and raise them right that's in 2018, and that question was then shared on Sunrise. It said, hey, just a this guy who's a total cunt of a politician has raised a question that is absolutely genocidal in its nature, and we're going to share it on our normal smiley, blonde, tanned Australian, hope you all fucking die of skin cancer, you racist cunts, uh, morning TV show. And that was shared and, of course, then what happens is uh, there's two things. One, uh, Indigenous Australians have an extremely bad day. I can't imagine what it must feel like to fucking be on the receiving end of that shit. Uh, And what's the other thing? Oh, who cares? The, the The first one's enough, I think. Anyway, so, you know, when I... Think, gee, Sean, you do go on a bit, don't you? You know, and you're not always very direct with your thoughts. You know, you get angry about stuff, and you have mood swings. And I say, hey, um, colonization is a vast, sprawling affair that fucks everyone and everything, apart from a tiny, 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 tiny percentage of percentage of people the extremely wealthy who are definitely having a fucking amazing time. Uh, You know, if they've got problems uh, about their place in the world, they can afford therapy. So I imagine it's real good. I can't afford therapy. Um, That's not why I do this. I do this because I'm... uh, blessed with the talent that is just white hot <laughs> yeah I hate um, so just a side note thanks to the Baron for suggesting I do the podcast this way with the uh, the cami cam cams uh, going hi camera smiles um, it's quite helpful you know I used to do the videos and what part of the problem is looking at the camera you can I mean I can do it. I got no problem with looking at cameras and looking at audiences but at some point well I told you before friends have been unhelpful with their feedback they made me self-conscious about the whole fucking thing particularly when you're doing stuff like fighting Facebook algorithms for you know audience numbers, clicks, views, whatever you know and it's weird enough it's weird enough to be the kind of person who likes talking and needs an audience for the talking cuz um, what you get is a bit of feedback from people it's like oh you you've got um got ego problems you need the attention what i say to that is is that what you say to bruce springsteen when you when you win free tickets to meet him backstage you go oh bruce I have always wanted to meet you. You strike me as a pretty approachable guy. Sure, you've been a millionaire longer than I've even been alive, but that takes nothing away from the just the loveliness, really, of a lot of your work where you're really connecting with real people, with real issues, the people down, down there at the bottom, down next to the bottom, down down by the bottom, the little, what we used to call the little people. And your albums have helped people, I believe. They've helped me. They have been cathartic when I've needed them to be. They've been inspiring when I've needed them to be. And at other times, they've reminded me that there is poetry to my working class, shit cunt, shit cucker, shit kicker. Shit, cucker! Have I invented a new word? No, I don't think so. Let's move on, Bruce. You've done amazing work, and you're appreciated by so many. And um, what I want to ask is, yeah, of course, you do you do this because you've got ego problems and you seek attention? Because that's a normal question uh, to ask someone, and that's a really normal way to think about. People who entertain or perform or are artists or dancers or poets or singers or writers or not bloggers, bloggers are all cunts, or people on Twitter uh, or, okay, there's lots of dickheads on Twitter, Or, but this is the thing, man. This is the world we're in now, social media. yeah, social media, I think that's that's a good way to put it. Social media. Social media isn't Facebook. Social media isn't Twitter. Social media isn't Instagram. It's not Tumblr. It's not any of the things. Social media is fucking social media. It's people uh, connected with exciting new tools, the computer and the interwebs, um, talking to each other. And it can't be stopped. It can't be stopped. It can't be stopped. No, Sean, It can be stopped. They could shut down the internet. Yeah, but that's okay. Can I let me just walk you through that? Um, if they get to the point where they're shutting down the internet, it means that they've that you've already lost, um, and you're you you but you've been crushed. Uh, if you're a lefty or a unionist or an artist or a poet, you're probably already in jail. If you're any kind of activist, you've already been locked up. Um, the internet comes after all the people who actually maintain any level of uh, credibility in this civilization. Any any credibility that this civilization has is in the hands of people uh, working uh, in yeah down down at the bottom at the grassroots. Uh, it's not happening in government. It's not happening in the armed forces. It's not happening in the police force. It's not happening, etc. Did I just stick my finger up my nose and idly begin picking my nose? I stopped myself before I got to that. But my finger went up my nose, um, and that's a good sign. That's a sign of someone who is getting into a space and a zone. Almost a, it's like I've accessed my higher self. The ideas are coming so easily, and they're so sharp and, and clear that I feel relaxed enough. To, to pick my pick my nose, maybe rearrange my balls, you know, um, that, that bit there was just me buying time while I try to work out why I'm picking my nose while I'm talking to people, um, which brings me to, um, okay, a mate of mine made a documentary about uh, some activism a, a while back and there's a small crowd shot in the final cut. And in the crowd is me. And I stick my finger right up my nose and just have a good, hot, red go. Green go, of course. Um, And pick my fucking nose in a documentary. So I've hoped and prayed ever since then that the documentary uh, is wildly unsuccessful um, and is never seen by anyone because I can't have that. There are sacrifices I'm ready to make. For the cause um, and get being busted with a finger jammed up my nostril as I just fish around for the good stuff. Nah, not having that. You know, that's why I say I'm not a hero, I'm just an ordinary person. <laughs> okay.